This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Thanks for downloading and subscribing. This is That Nerd Dad Podcast. I am That Nerd Dad, Joe Williamson. How are you? We got a guest today. Her name is CJ. Uh, <laughs> CJ, you may know her as that mom, though, um, from Huffington Post and uh today's parent and all of the sites that steal her tweets to use as newspaper articles, newspaper articles. Do people still say that? Um, she's also a writer for scary mommy, one of the biggest websites around for parenting. Uh, and she's a hoot. I think this has got to be her third or fourth appearance on the show. I love just catching up with her. And, uh, that's what we do here. We talk Twitter versus threads, uh, we talk mom guilt. We talk about screen time. It's a wide ranging conversation. Uh, she drops out like four times for four seconds. It's just in and out. So you'll hear me comment about that. It's just fun. And that's what we try to do here. So here's CJ. the guest laugh <laughs> right before I start recording because then it seems to lighten the show up a little bit when we right. start um, because CJ was trying to uh, race bait me into being <laughs> racist and uh, my guest today is CJ you may know her as at that mom though we got that nerd dad and that mom though today that's are coming together uh, CJ how are you it's been a while since we talked I know it's been too long I am doing well how are you <laughs> <laughs> sounded sarcastic i'm not gonna lie to you didn't sound real uh cj yes since we last spoke twitter has gone through some changes mm-hmm. so uh i bring this up because that's how i got to know cj cj uh is prominent i'm gonna say prominent on things like huck Binkton post parents they like to steal your material and uh Highlight it as being like funniest tweets from parents this week. And CJ is always on that list. Um, and that's how I reached out to you because I was going to steal some of your celebrity for my show. And I mean, it's paid off tenfold. So that's how I got to know you. What are your thoughts on Twitter right now or X? X uh, is a sad place to be. Uh, <laughs> I was doing poorly on it to begin with, uh, like this year, you know, I, I'm not that active on it anymore. And ever since Elon made all these changes to the algorithm, and then, you know, there was Twitter blue, and now it's just blue. Um, uh, my engagement, like nobody sees my tweets anymore. I'm lucky to get 10 people to like it. I've even had people reach out to me and say, I don't see you tweeting anymore. I'm like, I am <laughs> there. So, funny you mention that. I went to your Twitter page today because I was having the same thought. 
I was like, oh, she's like exclusively on threads now. She she must have gotten pissed off with Elon. Nope. There's like a tweet a day on your timeline that I just haven't seen. I retweeted stuff from like a week ago because I was I was on your page. And I was like, I didn't see any of this stuff. First time seeing it. Are you on yeah. thread? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's more often, or are you trying to like do it simultaneously? You know, I, I'm probably on Instagram more than anything, um, okay. just because I prefer their algorithm. People actually engage with you, and your posts can take off and get recognition um, well after uh, you post them, which is nice. Um, you don't have to sit there and overthink it. You can just post something and move on with your life. Um, I don't love a lot of social media <laughs> anymore, which is funny, but, um, you know, I just sit there. I think of something I posted and move on. I don't have to sit there and, and contemplate and calculate. I feel like you always had to do that with Twitter. Timing was everything. You only had a two minute window. Um, in the first place, and Elon made it so much worse. Um, so I'm not a fan. I don't want to pay him money. But even if you do, I read, um, you know, he will pay you for uh, the ad revenue you generate, I guess. But the metrics you have to achieve in order to qualify is horrendous. It's like 15 million impressions. <laughs> I don't know who's getting that. Uh, I do racist people. <laughs> like, 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 look, the only people who are getting that kind of engagement are the extremes left and right. She's dropped off again. Her internet. <laughs> She's back. Um, the only people who are getting that kind of engagement are the extreme left and right. So if you're Tucker Carlson, you'll get that engagement. If you are, I don't know, who's extreme on the right? Greta Thunberg, maybe? Or left, excuse me. Maybe? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe you'll get that kind of engagement. Yeah, but the most prolific people on Twitter right now are the worst human beings. It's where the money is. Yeah, I suppose you have to be a little bit uh, exciting, and uh, I don't know. I guess I'm too tired. <laughs> to Has it been a long summer for you, CJ? Slightly. I mean, it's it's been it's been my first summer working at home and being a mom. My kids have gone to camp here and there, um, but I'm parenting. Like today, uh, I told my daughter she came in here. I had shut the door, and she came in here. Can I have fruit snacks? <laughs> yes, and don't open this door again till I tell you it's okay. <laughs> I know the. I had to um. I had to put one of those uh, white handle lock things. Because mm -hmm. my four-year-old will just burst into the room whenever. Um, yeah. And I'm not typically on too many important meetings. Right. But occasionally, yes. it's not appropriate. Yeah, it's uh, it's been different. I mean, they're a little bit older. They're seven and ten, so they can mostly fend for themselves. But 
at times, you know, I, I make work calls. I work eight to five at my desk, so I can't just wander away at, at you know, whenever they want me to. So um, it's been interesting, but I kind of like it. It's laid back. I don't have that mom guilt that I used to have um, working outside of the home. So I know that, you know, even Monday, my daughter was so sick, but I didn't have to call into work. And I could sit at my lunch hour, you know, and tend to her and I could bring her whatever she needed and still be at work. And so it's it's been kind of nice in that regard. But The work from home work-life balance for those moments is massive, massive. Yeah. Uh, I'm also fortunate enough to be working from home. And it's the same thing. And there's also, um, I was talking to a friend about this. There's like a stigma about going into work now when you're sick. There used to be like, it used to be the opposite. It used to be like, suck it up and go to work. Right. You got a headache, you get snows a little runny. Tough shit. Everybody's is go to work. Yeah. Now you, if you go to work with a head cold, people are like, go home. We don't want you here. Mm -hmm. So the idea of being able to work from home and kind of keep trucking on through th those little minor things is, uh, is huge. Um, but mom guilt. So you were feeling the mom guilt when you would leave the house. Yes, there was always that, especially when they were really young, um, to take them early in the morning, drop them at daycare, work all day, not see them till evening. So there was always that little bit of, I haven't seen my children for very long this week. Um, and then if I ever went somewhere during my free time and abandoned them again, you know, it was that feeling of <laughs> not being a very good mom. Um, and so I noticed that, you know, I'm a lot more relaxed than I used to be. Um, I would get short with them because I would feel stressed and um, I just don't feel that anymore. I'm not, of course, I'm still, you know, I have my moments here and there, but you're a human being. I'm human, uh, but I feel it, it has changed everything for the better, I think. And um, it's been a, a great experience. And I don't think my job is one that will be able to call because it's essentially remote. It has been uh, before COVID even. So um, I don't think it's one that we will get called back into the office. Uh, home base is uh, centrally located in the country. So we're spread out throughout. So. I think I'm lucky that I can maybe stay this way. <laughs> for, uh, yeah. I think, I think I'm going to be called back for a couple of days a week. Yeah. Sometime in the fall, she's dropped off again. Here she comes back. She's having internet connections <laughs> or I don't know. Maybe she's pressing her phone. I have no idea what she's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. It's fine. Oh, it's God. like a second. Like you're gone for a second. Oh, I'm yeah. seeing the... I can still hear you whenever I leave. So that's okay. I'm maybe seeing what appears this. to be a movie theater in the background. Yes, it's our fancy uh, home theater. Since uh, we love movies, and we don't, we weren't getting out with young kids, so that was an investment. <laughs> that was one of the like COVID purchases. Uh, let me think. It was probably just prior to that, but um, my husband has always loved movies, and so it was one of those. I'm just gonna do this. I'm like, okay, you go do that. <laughs> That's awesome. It's it looks gorgeous. Um, Thanks. I was going to ask you another question and then you dropped off and it threw me for a <laughs> loop. All right. Um, we'll talk about some of your writing here. Scary mommy. Sure. I'm going to, I'm going to highlight it. So um, you, you freelance for scary mommy. I now remember my question. I'll ask it after. 
Um, <laughs> you freelance for Scary Mommy. Your two most recent articles are My Kid Refuses to Throw Anything Out and Is It Too Late to Become a Yes Mom? So uh, I read both of them. I, I read all your stuff, obviously, but uh, I could relate to the Is It Too Late to Become a Yes Mom? There is, it's hard to say no all of the time because kids only want to have fun right and your example of like candy after breakfast no they're gonna ask tomorrow but no um how long had you been kind of working on that article it it was it's something that i've been trying to work on and something i've been wrestling on for so long and it's just been this like internal fight. I didn't, I wasn't aware that I was such a no mom. <laughs> um, I guess until like I've been around other people and um, you know, my parents were no people. I mean, they were so strict. And then I just started to realize in probably the last, you know, couple of years, you know, you know, when your kids are growing older and they're around other kids and they start to want more is it that important to be so strict on certain, th you know, frivolous things? Like, can I have candy for breakfast? No, but have your Oreo cereal? Like, what am I doing? Um, so <laughs> it's one of those things. No Sweet French fries time. until you eat those chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's choose our battles. It's, it's one of those things. And uh, screen time is a big thing every day, every day I fight this battle especially since they've been home in the summer. Um, and I think that's one of the things that triggered it too, is um, how much is too much. And uh, I really, you know, during the school, they don't get a lot of screen time. So do I, am I more lax, you know, and we didn't, my parents didn't have this issue. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have iPads. We had Nintendo, but we weren't on it all the time. I don't remember, but if I had access, would I want it all the time? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had a Nintendo growing up as well. And I remember I was the kid who would get bored with Nintendo. So I would, I'd walk away from it. Um, yeah. And my, my best friend at the time, uh, he would never leave his home if the Nintendo was on. So his mom had used to have to say, no, you got to go outside. And I'm seeing that with, I have three boys now. Um, the, the seven and four year old are very similar in that regard in terms of the seven year old will not leave a screen all day. The four year old gets bored very quickly with screens. He does it, I think, because he thinks it's cool and the thing to do. But after 20 minutes, he's kind of like, all right, can I go play? I'm like, yeah, go play. <laughs> like, you don't have to have screen time. Right. And it's hard to, and I don't remember if you and I talked about this, but they're on, uh, at school too, they're on their computers. Everything is so technology based. And, you know, I have conversations now, my kids are both in glasses. And the doctor says a lot of kids now are because of the proximity to screens. And that's another thing I have. She'll be back. <laughs> I always come back. Um but it's just, it's so much to think about and picking my battles and uh, just choosing what to say yes to, what to say no. It's, it's a constant barrage of, and now my, you know, it's a funny thing. My kids will ask permission for everything. We had a party for my mom this weekend and there were bottles of pop everywhere. And I was outside, my husband and I both were. 
My kids could have just poured themselves a drink. But my daughter came out, mom, can I have a Sprite? And my cousins, um, they're a little bit younger than me, but they're like, that's funny that they asked you. They could have just poured themselves. We would have <laughs> when we were kids. I'm like, yeah, no, they ask for permission for everything. And I have to tell them, you don't have to ask permission to eat, like food. You know, I do prefer if you ask about the candy and stuff, but. But yeah, you're at a family party. This yeah. is a safe environment. <laughs> um, like, is that, bo are both of your kids like that? Mm -hmm. Can I have a cheese? Like, yes, please. If you're hungry, go eat. I don't care. I never say no to that, but. CJ, you know, I don't want like, to call you a bad mom, but what did you do to your kids? <laughs> I know I started to feel bad. Like, am I so crazy that I messed them up some way? But they're polite to a fault. It's, I don't know. I don't know. You raised good human <laughs> beings and you're, you're feeling bad about that? I don't know. There's always something to feel bad about, right? That's <laughs> such a mom thing. Are you part Canadian? Because that feels like a very Canadian trait. I'm so close to the border. It's it's seeping into my veins. <laughs> you, you just start apologizing for everything for no reason. Right. Sorry about that. Yeah, um, sorry. So I think you wrote that article in April. Let me I'll pull it back up. I think it was an April article. Yes. Uh, doesn't have the date on it. I'm going to say April. Have you changed anything? Have you tried to become more of a yes mom? I think so. Um, I've given in a lot, especially the back of my head says it's summertime. Let them have fun. <laughs> Be the fun mom. Um, yeah, so there's boundaries, but I have been trying to just relax. If they say, can I have can I play video games? My son always wants to play the video games. It's like, okay, but set that timer, you know, do an hour, do 45 minutes, whatever. Um, so I think I'm doing better. Um, it sounds like you're at least trying. <laughs> and I think, I think most like, I don't know, Lord knows I'm not raising great kids. Um, but I think most of parenting is just trying. I think you have to try. Yes. And, and that's, that's the key to success. Cause at the end of the day, your kids, I think just need to know that you're kind of paying attention to them. Yeah. I think the bigger thing I've learned and I, I wish somebody had told me. And so I guess I'll say it out loud for anybody who's listening is like, kids just need to know that they're loved and that you're listening to them and that you're paying attention um the rest of it. i mean they're always trying to push boundaries if you say yes to everything they're like oh i guess nobody cares like they're not paying any attention to me <laughs> so it's like they want to know that you're listening they want to know what their boundaries are um and so i think it's taken me a long time to figure that out but i'm getting there 10 years later <laughs> i had to so i used to be uh, i used to let them watch a lot of like youtube kids because i mm -hmm. thought oh youtube kids it's safe it's fine um i don't like youtube kids and we have tried to remove youtube kids from our screen time because the shows they end up watching and i'm going to call out some parenting shows right now uh the tannerites um uh what the, the ninja kids super no i hate those kids because they come across as a real family because it's all kind of gorilla style youtube yeah. And the kids act like dicks and the parents are like, oh, it's okay. We'll go buy this giant toy. 
and I feel like it starts to, it was seeping into my kids' behavior. She's gone. She's back. Um, I feel like it was seeping into my kids' behavior. So now I'm like, if you want to watch TV, it has to be like a scripted show. It has to be blippy. It has to be bluey. It has to be whatever. Go dog, go, whatever the hell they're watching. Paw Patrol. Um, and I, I've, that's something I had to pivot to because I'm like, I don't like some of the habits you're picking up from YouTube kids. Yes. I, we removed YouTube a long time ago and banned YouTube kids after my kids started watching Ryan. <laughs> because <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. What's your beef with Ryan? Let's have it. I want to hear it. I don't know. It was so obnoxious. And, uh, this, the stuff they were just doing was dumb and, uh, nothing was, it just wasn't like useful. And, um, I don't know. It just, it got to the point where my kids were like, why can't we have that stuff? And I had to explain to them, like, they're probably not even buying most of this stuff. Ryan is so famous that people are probably sending it to them. And it was just, like you said, it was giving my kids this, this false sense of like, oh, these people have everything and this is how life should be. And it's like, I, and as mother's voice, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't hate people for things I can't change. <laughs> it was constant. It was like all the time. Um, and so it's just, it's fine. Like people can do whatever, but also I think those shows are made to be addicting and like, just like the, it, it appeals to like the worst part of the child, which is just like the easy, like, <laughs> entertaining candy for the brain that's what it is yeah it's just like easy stuff and i'm like no then and the youtube algorithm like learns and i i learned also that youtube kids isn't always safe programming so it leads you down and there's still some sketch stuff on there so we got rid of it pretty early on removed youtube altogether from all the devices um so they actually can't really search anything anywhere so they can't find this show um, they have it on the big TV, mm -hmm. so they can watch. Uh, my daughter started rewatching Ryan Reese. <laughs> I don't mind all of the Ryan. Some of some of the episodes I'm with you on. Um, I think there's also a danger there in terms of it kind of blurs reality because I don't know if your kids have wanted to start a YouTube channel. My kids certainly have. They and like if you tell them, okay, we're going to record this, they talk like a YouTuber. Okay, hit that subscribe button, and they, they know all the lingo, and I'm like, I would rather you become a plumber than a YouTuber. <laughs> if you have your midlife crisis, and this is what you do with your time, that's up to you, but let's get you a career first. <laughs> yeah, they, um, it's very difficult to be somebody on social media and tell your kids not to use your phone or like not want a phone don't be on your ipad and then they see you upload a tiktok <laughs> but i'm like i paid my dues uh I, my brain is okay to rot at this point i i don't need any more education or did i you know. read correctly are you do you actually have your doctorate it's a professional doctorate, so it's not a PhD. Because um, I, I, I read your bio again. I read the one <laughs> on uh, Scary scary Mommy. And I'm like, it says doctorate. Should I be calling her Dr. CJ? Nobody calls me that. Nobody <laughs> does, but could they? 
Technically, yes, you can if you would like. <laughs> Holy shit! I, I don't get paid that, like one, so <laughs> doesn't matter. I think that's that's your new brand. I think <laughs> Doctor CJ, aka that mom, though. There we go. I like it. No, you don't. You hate it. <laughs> you are you so are somehow fake. embarrassed by it, and I don't know why. I know it's weird because, like, as a doctor of physical therapy, I can't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, keep your internet on. Internet work. I'm gonna walk and talk. (laughs) So, what do you mean you can't do anything with your doctorate? Um. So, like, you can be a physical therapy with a various amount of degrees. You can have a bachelor's, a master's, um, a certificate, and you can only do the same thing which is treat people um <laughs> the doctor gets you nowhere uh that is a different uh, soapbox for a different podcast but um we went through schooling so they changed the program to be a bachelor's plus three years of professional doctorate and charge it you, you get charged a lot of money uh so i owe a lot of money but um I can't order x-rays. I can't prescribe anything. I can't sign off on oh, anything. Oh, you can't prescribe get... anything? Why am I talking to you then? Right, yeah. <laughs> I still have to call my doctor for my Xanax. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I mean, even just to like send a patient to get an x-ray or something, I mean, that would be helpful. Uh, can't do that. So... So I see why you don't lead with doctor. Yeah, because people think things, you know, like I am the doctor. I mean, you certainly could, and there are people that do. But if Look, I were an you academia, hard. You maybe earned I would. that title. But yes. All right. I did. I did. You didn't give yourself the doctorate title. <laughs> right? It's not something you made up. I mean, maybe I did. Who the hell knows? I'm not going to check. Um, <laughs> but. That's impressive. Anyway, that's what I'm saying. I saw it and I was like, Dr. CJ. Sounds like a sitcom on Disney. Right. Um, (laughs) Or we'll get you that sitcom. We'll get you that sitcom. (laughs) All right. uh, One last comment about the posters behind you. Because I've seen like a tour now of the room. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the Avengers, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Great movie. Is that Lego? I can't tell. What's the third one there? There's Encanto I, and Spider-Man. Oh, Encanto. Yes. I've not seen that one. I've seen all the other ones. Shawshank's one of my favorite. That's my pick. Is it? One I, poster for each of us. Oh. Very nice. Which one's your husband's? I think it's the Avengers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't remember. It's a good pick. It's a lot of a lot of Marvel. And then I also thought I saw a Batman figurine above your head a moment ago. Um, you got a lot of cool stuff in that room. And yeah, a, there it is. Is that? Oh, you passed it. Look at this Star Wars. You're that. You should be that. Is that Venom or Batman? It's Venom. There's Venom. These are my son's Lego creations. And then um, all the Star Wars stuff. We went to Disneyland and built the lightsabers, which was a cool experience. All right, you should be that mom there, that mom there, that nerd mom. That nerd mom. (laughs) Based on the way you're, look, I've got a plain ass black background, but uh, (laughs) you got a nerdy ass background. Uh, CJ, thanks for doing this. 
thanks for having me and congratulations on all your success i was excited because i was like that tv guy wants to talk to me yeah yeah it was was, uh (laughs) i i did reach out to them when i when they're like hey do you want to be on our show like network tv i was like how did you hear about me because (laughs) i also googled the producer's name and made sure they were real and i wasn't being catfished or anything i'm like they just want my social insurance number um that's how this goes but it was a real person and they're like oh we were looking for podcasters on twitter and we came across your twitter and i'm like all right, well, that blue check mark paid for itself. Uh, I hate the fact that I gave Elon the money, but it seems to have paid for itself. So uh, thanks, Elon, yes. uh, for all nice the work. racism. <laughs> CJ, you're awesome. Something. We'll do this again soon. Sounds good. Thanks again to CJ. You can find her on all her socials at that mom, though, though is T H uh, O. Or should I call her Dr. CJ? I, uh, I think that's an interesting. I think that leads to interesting marketability. Um, also want to thank you. Yeah, you know, I got to thank you. Want to thank you uh, for telling a friend. Want to thank you for engaging. Um, it's just the best ride ever to see this little show grow and grow and grow. And, um, Thanks to Dean Blundell. Thanks to Cryer Media. This is where I ramble, but uh, I'm just thankful. This is my thank you portion of the show. So thank you. Uh, be well, be safe, and. Damn. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance, and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.